Hi everyone, Glenn Newland here from Property Performance Stars. I'm here today with Kent Cliff, who is a Rewa Hall of Famer. Um, Kent has been a top buyer's agent for Momentum Wealth over the years, but he's now out doing his own thing, um, and he's here to tell us what he's doing. Thanks, Kent. Thanks, Glenn. That's a nice intro. Yeah, no dramas, mate. I got it right that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, mate. So thanks for coming in. Um, to give us a rundown of... Uh, what you're doing now? Yeah, so I left Momentum about two and a half years ago and I've been working as a, a buyer's agent, but only for a, a sole, um, a small group of clients. Mm -hmm. So effectively, I work with high net worths to source property de property development deals. Mm -hmm. um, and about 18 months ago, my wife and I purchased some real estate um, rent rolls. So uh, we have a boutique property management business. So we focus on two things, helping, I help people find property developments or commercial property investments. Yeah. Um, my wife, which I'm involved in, um, looks after people's property. So we go hand in hand. Yeah, cool. So so obviously uh, your wife Claire, she's a very established property manager and knows her stuff. So that's that's a pretty awesome joy. You source the stuff, get it chopped up, and then look after it for us as well. That's right, yeah. yeah. So basically we, we, we look after our clients. It's not just a one-off transaction, it's an, it's an ongoing relationship. Yeah. And how big a projects do you, do you look for, um, Kent? Are you looking for stuff which is like just, you know, one block chopped into two or, you know, three, four, five? How big a projects do you sort of look at for people? Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a good question. Look, um, I've been hearing now for six years that Perth market's improving. I'd love to be doing large projects, yeah. but as you can say from the um, slight sarcastic tone of my voice, it's still, you know, a, a soft market. Yeah. So we've been focusing on um, smaller smaller developments. So stuff that I've got currently underway at the moment is we're doing some high-end um, high builds in, in Wembley. So mm -hmm. generally that one and a half million dollar kind of price price point. Yep. Um, we're finding that that upper end of the market, um, that that person who's buying their home or a um, trade down or in terms of trade down, not in terms of quality, but in terms of size. So the downsizers um, are very active and that market has moved and there's activity there. We're also doing a lot of small little land subdivisions around the place. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason for that is there's opportunities that, that sit in, in the market that I guess people aren't aware of all the planning regs and, and, and changes all the time. So there's some little opportunities that present themselves. Um, we have some commercial assets that I'm involved in. We've, we bought um, like a gym that we're refurbishing into office. So I guess the main thing is not being um, focusing on one particular uh, area or one particular type of development has been looking at the whole market and looking for opportunities that sit within it. Yeah, that's cool, man. And I suppose dipping your fingers in all these different pies, you just, you learn so much, huh? Yeah, yeah. And and I think that's, um, yeah, one of the hard, hard things to do is to do a lot of stuff really well. So you, you kind of have to do a deep dive into one particular area yeah. at, at the same time. So you, um, I guess, do a broad brush of the whole market to 80-20 principle. So you spend 20% of your effort and you get 80% of the results. And then when you see an opportunity, then you've got to spend that remainder of 80% of your time trying to really understand that and mm. really get a, a good idea of, is it a genuine um, opportunity or just another one of the things that you've got to move on from? So you're already... Uh... Very pretty young as well, uh, Kent. Like, why real estate, man? Like, obviously, you love it. Like, what, what, what are you interested in this? Yeah, funny story. Well, I came into real estate um, from a, I guess, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed uni grad, a um, little bit naive, um, or probably very naive in the industry. <laughs> and um, my parents had a very, they had a property investment portfolio. They were passionate about property. I remember going to property seminars with my, my dad at the time. I would have been, you know, starting from the ages of 10. You know, it's mm -hmm. crazy um, to see me. I could imagine on the other side being, you know, 
in the room, this 10 year old that's, that was sitting in there, but I, I loved it. Yeah. Um, and I did a, a degree in, um, in, in economics. So my background is in um, economics. Mm-hmm. And so I've always had an interest in investment. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that, I, um, I was actually part-time in uh, unbelievably all places is a vacuum store. So getting that sales, that people skills element, uh, uh, yeah, important. And it was all coming together. And then 2008, graduated the GFC hit, and it was kind of um, no one was really uh, hiring. But I quickly found an opportunity with Momentum Wealth, which fortunately for me grew. And, uh, and it was a great opportunity because I started, I think, in the team when there was 12 people. Um, that, that business has now grown to close to 80 staff. Mm. Um, and, and working directly with a managing director gave me a lot of um, insight. Uh, whereas, you know, you wouldn't get that now being in the team of 80. Mm. But in a team of 12, you know, it's a small, knit, tight-knit group and you grow, grow with the team. So I got a lot of experiences on levels that, um, that, that were, I guess, putting me out of my comfort zone consistently yep. and giving me all new learning experiences. Yeah, I didn't realise that about you, about your vacuum sales beforehand. Yeah. In 2008, uh, the GFC is the same year that I got into real estate out of sunglasses sales. Oh, so, fair enough. It just goes to show that if, if people watching and they're in the, um, you know, some sort of sales background right now, standing behind a counter selling a product, then uh, this might be a natural progression for them. Yeah, I have to say the, um, the, va- uh, the vacuum sales, um, Godfrey's, um, pretty well-known franchise, um, they have an excellent. They had an excellent training program mm. for sales, so um, it was something that that you just don't that you, I didn't see coming into a lot of real estate agencies as good as you know. I can't. Mm. Momentum was great, but a lot of agencies that I know, Godfrey's probably had a better training program um, because that you know they've got a, they've got lots of stores and lots of different reps. So it's not just real estate to learn sales, you can learn sales from a whole raft mm. of different areas. Yeah, for sure. The principles are kind of the same for any, in any sales. Exactly, yeah. It's kind of like 90% customer service, right? Yeah. So, um, so that first year of momentum, right, when you got in, what did they, uh, what did they have you doing? What did you have your teeth? <laughs> well, um, it wasn't like anything I anticipated and it's not like anything I do now, which is probably a good thing because um, it, 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 it's brutal, I guess, is the first year. Yeah. Um, I think anyone that says otherwise is probably, um, lying um you you you're completely out of your comfort zone you've got no knowledge um you need to show that you have grit uh you need to show that you can uh, learn uh you can be on your feet um Mm. you you and you don't have you're going to fail is probably the best way to put it you're going to consistently make problems uh for yourself you're going to mark up um and you just have to have a laugh and move on and hope you've got great support Mm. um because that is probably um, one of the hardest years. And the prospecting, I can't speak for sales, but still, I mean, even in the investment state of helping buyers, it was very similar because you talk to a whole range of clients that are buyers and lots of them say no to you. Similar in selling, I'm sure you talk yeah. to lots of pr- prospective sellers that yep. don't want to use you. And, and when you get so close and you make a little mistake, um, as, as, a, as a junior in the industry, it gets you so frustrated. And so yeah. you just got to have a laugh. So. Maybe it's something we can just chat about a little bit, not in the notes, but I, I still to this day don't really kind of understand the whole process behind a buyer's agent. So you you work for the, the business, they bring in prospective clients. You've got to try and prospect through and find out who's serious about buying something and then do a heap of research for them and yeah. try and find the right property. But that still seems like a, you, you would have a pretty high um, non-success rate for that, I suppose. That's right. You would Do you quite often go out and, and work for people for... You know, a couple of months trying to find a property, and then they just 
they go elsewhere? Yeah, it's a different type of selling, I think, the buy side. Um, the reason being is selling people, people probably 80, 90% will have to use a selling agent because they, they lack the skills or the time or the understanding of the legislation, contracts, all the other bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't want to delve too deep in that because it's out of my depth. But in the buying, probably 80, 90% percent of people don't need a buyer's agent. So it's a different type of um, creating, a, creating a want rather than satisfying a need. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that you've got to do is demonstrate value to the client mm-hmm. and how, how do you go about that? I guess you do it in selling, but it's, it's a bit different. Um, you do a lot of research, but it's similar to sales that probably bulkier time is spent meeting with clients. Yeah. Um, again, we were very fortunate and I started uh, when I said um, at Momentum, the research side and transition across research and education side and transition across into buyer's agency, we spent most of our time as buyer's agent meeting clients, looking at properties, not doing a lot of property research because we had a research team themselves that did that um, specifically, So, um, which is kind of good. But yeah, traditional buyer's agents do uh, a lot cover a lot of different areas. Yeah. yeah. And so that's how, that's how we originally met. Mm. Um, you were focusing, well, you weren't just focusing here, but um, I know Momentum was buying a few properties through Forestfield. We met, you were a very good buyer's agent. I know that because when me and you had to negotiate stuff, we had to like punch <laughs> it out. They would be like, you know, trying to get the best price for the buyer and trying to get the best price for the seller. Yeah. Um, I deal with a lot of buyer's agents who don't represent sometimes their, you know, their clients the best. Yeah. Um, but I suppose from there, we, we sort of ended up meeting each other a fair bit at some of the awards and stuff as well. Mate, like without having to pump you up too much, but just running a, a little bit through the achievements, right? Because that's been a massive thing for your career. Oh. Every time I see, you know, up on stage at Rewa, it was always you for the buyer's agent. So yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, um, the the Rewa Awards for Excellence, um, they're the the great awards. They're the national, I guess, the national industry body, the Real Estate Institute of Australia Awards, um, and and the way they're kind of constructed is is that you've got to demonstrate not only um, your service to clients, service to industry, your technological innovations, your ability to problem solve and troubleshoot. Mm. Yeah. So there's a lot of categories that they assess. And um, yeah, I was uh, fortunate that I was recognized by my peers a couple of years in a row um, for buyer's agency uh, in Real Estate Institute of Western Australia. And then you go on nationally to Real Estate of Australia and, mm. and I took out the state WA for national awards. So. Um, after three times, um, you get inducted into the Hall of Fame. So it was, yeah, yeah. it was it was good to get recognised, and I was um, very appreciative. And and like each time, I went into the awards not thinking that it would be another time. Yeah. And um, it was it was phenomenal, especially the last you know time that you hear your name get, you get read out. It was it was a, it was a good achievement, and it was it's not it's the whole year before. That's what yeah. people don't realise. It's not. You don't just get picked out of like a, a hat. You got to you got to actually spend a lot the year before thinking about what you're going to do differently. Yeah. It's excellence. It's not just turning up to your job every day and doing an okay job. It's about innovating, changing, and delivering something that's different to what the industry is doing now. Yeah, not not easy awards to win. There's like like you know you look at some of the other award winners up there right now, like Peter Clements, and you know I think yeah. maybe Vivian Yap possibly in the past. Just some of these people that have won these awards. I mean, it's a very <laughs> elite group. And so another thing uh, that Ken didn't mention, and I will, is that he's a three-time award winner, which puts him into the Hall of Fame. So he's the youngest Hall of uh, Famer that's ever been awarded that. So that's amazing. Um, so, like, what about this industry? Like, why do you actually do it? Like, 
Why do you do what you do? What drives you? Yeah, um, I have a passion for property. I guess um, I really like that it is oh, it is an area that um, it can go anywhere. Uh, you can you can you can do a lot of things. So as you know from my experiences, um, we've we have worked as a buyer's agent. Uh, I've progressed on into my own business, which is helping particular small group of clients um, buy property. We've also purchased the rent rolls to do a boutique agency. Um, I'm doing my own projects and own developments. Um, you, there's no there's no stopping what you can do, uh, mm. and and so it's such a, a an industry that you can get a lot from. Um, I would call myself a little bit of um, probably on the spectrum of ADD. I can't mm. sit still, so um, it's good that you can't just you don't get just get pigeonholed in one particular area. If you tr- if you have the drive and you want to do something, you can often move and and do things. It's quite an entrepreneurial, and that's something that I like about it. Even working within an agency for a lot of people, yeah. um, there's a term I don't like to use it, but it's called entrepreneur, and it's when you sit within a existing entrepreneurial structure. And you um, have to be an entrepreneur within that organisation mm. because you know your 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 experience, your um, your ability to earn income, your ability to demonstrate value to your clients, um, your ability to deliver a good client experience is solely up to you. So mm. you can be completely responsible for that. Yeah, and that's the real estate industry, like in a in a nutshell, isn't it? Like anyone that walks through the door and comes and starts at our office. Um, you pretty much like you're a business within a business. Yeah. I said we'll support you, we'll get you going. Um, but you know, like you've seen enough people in the industry now. If they've got the drive, they don't need to be told what to do. That's right. Yeah. They'll find an avenue. They'll find a way to do it. They'll actually just go out and do it themselves. Um, if you have to be sitting there as a as an employer and pushing people, like, what are you doing? When are you doing this? Like, you don't need to make it like it anyway. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, so I suppose it's something I always try to bring up in these interviews is because obviously it's for people watching who are thinking about getting into the industry or just started in the industry and it's like if your boss is having to push you then you're probably in the wrong industry that's right yeah you should be doing it yourself so so mate for these people watching anyone new um words of advice yes um it is a hard one i i had a bit of a reflection on it i guess um the thing for me and i want to preface it is that i i um I don't. I take the industry as a lifestyle. I don't take the industry as a as a, as an individual career. So, um, what I like to think about is that, firstly, when you when you are coming into career and learning for for, for me, um, getting that knowledge, being open minded, getting that knowledge from anywhere, and it doesn't just have to be about real estate. You don't know where certain bits of information is gained, uh, and that can play off into a breakthrough in something in your real estate career. That's one component. Um, the other bit that I like to think is performance and um, grades or how well you do in your diploma or performance on, on reps is not necessarily a, your should be your sole focus. Yeah. I think a big thing is focusing on relationships, yeah. um, focusing on uh, getting to know people, focusing on uh, learning, not within just when I say that clients, but I mean people within the industry, people outside the industry building those, because those avenues lead to other bigger and better things than they have with my own career. And, and finally is to have, you know, have fun. You are going to experience, it's going to be hard the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you just got to have, uh, have fun where you can and, and take the little wins along the way. Yeah, for sure. The, the first, every, I think everyone says it when they're in here the first couple of years, just you got to push through you got to push through. It gets easier. It gets better. 
you know, we've got guys here now who've been here three or four years and they're just like, oh, I'm just starting to get it now. It's yeah. coming together. So, mate, well, that's about it. So that's awesome. Thank Excellent. you so much for coming in, Ken. Thank you very much. Appreciate um, it. And we will see you next time. Thanks.